Good evening, everyone. This is Michelle. I am the very proud owner of Sky Grinder Style Lounge, Your Voice Matters, and Women Wellness and Wealth. Good evening, good evening, good evening. So I'm jumping on this evening. We're going to talk about student loan debt, and we're going to jump right in. Tonight's segment is going to be a part of the Women Wellness and Wealth. And so tonight, not only am I talking about student loan debt, we're going to talk about some strategies to help you to eliminate the student loan debt and also to to get rid of some of the myths about student loan debt. So as we're talking about student loan debt tonight, I want to ask you this question. Does higher education add value to your career or does it just put a hefty dent in your bank account? Let me say that again. Does student loan debt bring value to your career or does it just put a hefty dent in your bank account? Well, according to Forbes, round about February of 2019, it is a $1.5 trillion crisis that is happening in America at this time. $1.5 trillion in student loan debt is what's happening in the United States of America. So not only is student loan debt um, worth it these days, you may ask, hmm, I don't know. Well, student loan debt is actually number two to mortgage debt. You hear that? Number two to mortgage debt. And then following behind that is credit card debt, which I'm going to do a segment on in about a couple of weeks. But again, let's jump right into it. So when you decide to attend college, that's something you have to weigh. You may be already a graduate of college. You may be heading into college. You may be just about to pay back some of that student loan debt. What you have to really consider is, is the student loan debt that you're going to gain worth the career that you're going to go into, worth the business that you're going to start, or maybe even adding experience to already your giftings that you have and already in what you want to do. A lot of students not only go into college, but a lot of maybe over 80% I heard about two weeks ago actually changed their career midway. I know some of you that are listening know about that. I know some parents that are listening know about that. There are some people, too, that have graduated college and are not working in the field that they went to college for at all. They're absolutely doing a 180 of something totally different. So it is really very important that you evaluate what you want to do before you go and whether or not you can really find some really smart ways and avenues to take if you want to attend college. The number one way to attend college is being debt free. And you can do that either through scholarships, either saving up your own monies or even asking your employer for tuition reimbursement to help you foot the ride. So now also too, nowadays, some people don't even go to college. They're just attending YouTube University or maybe perhaps becoming a millionaire via YouTube or any other social media platform. That's what's happening. However, that is not the mass majority of people. So not everyone can attend YouTube University and become a millionaire. I wish, right? Or we all would be millionaires. However, I realize that not everyone makes it to the millionaire status via social media. And not everyone really wants to attend college. But again, that's another conversation for another time. Right now, I want those of you, of course, who have student loan debt, which is about 70% of students who attend college actually have student loan debt. So that's just a very small percentage of just 30% of students that attend college without any types of debt. 
So I would love to research that more to find out what that 30% nucleus, what are those options that they are using to actually go to school debt-free. Also too, I want you to know that, first of all, everyone doesn't have to attend college, right? You can own your own business, you can manage your own company, you can become an entrepreneur, you can own a franchise, you can run a business, you can inherit someone's business without even attending college. However, it's going to take you to be on your grind and doing lots of hard work, but going to college may not be your happy ending for you, and that's okay. But again, we're going to talk about the average student, the average student that had debt in 2018 was a minimum of $33,310. Let me say that again. The average student as of 2018 had average debt of $33,310, right? And so again, if you are a student, if you're about to enter into college, if you are a mother, a parent, a guardian, and you have loved ones who you are helping to finance or foot the bill coming out of college, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Also too, based on a standard repayment plan for federal student loans, usually loans are to be paid back within 10 years. Let me say that again. Usually based on a standard repayment plan for federal student loans, those payment plans are set up for a 10-year repayment plan. But guess what? Most people pay back a 10-year payment plan in 21 years. So usually most people or the average American does not pay back that student loan payment, which is on a 10-year plan in 10 years. However, it is set up through that payment plan to do it in 10 years, but most people cannot afford it. And they actually take double the amount of time to actually pay that off. So what does that mean? That means you're paying double the amount of interest. So 10 years worth of interest, taking 21 years to pay it off, you're paying more than double, guarantee. So also too, again, that's 21 years the average person takes to pay off a 10-year loan. That's not good at all. So what we're going to also too dive into is that the purpose is for you to reduce your student loan debt. The purpose of this podcast tonight is to help you reduce your student loan debt. Also, too, if there's anything that you've heard in here that you can use, please use the information that is being provided. However, I do want to give you a disclaimer. In no means, no how am I saying if you do exactly these things, you will be debt free in a certain amount of time. All I am doing is giving you options. I've done the research. I've looked up some information, which you can do as well. I'm just helping you to get the ball rolling. Or if you're already on the go and doing this, this may add to what it is that you already know. And hopefully what it is that you hear here on this evening, you'll be able to share with someone else or be able to help even more quickly be able to reduce your student loan debt. So we're going to talk about some ways that you can actually reduce your student loan debt. One of the ways that you can reduce your student loan debt is under federal income-based repayment options. You may have the option to apply for forgiveness, meaning going to a debt forgiveness program. However, usually student loans are not usually forgiven until 20-year mark. So that means you have to hold that loan or be paying on that loan for at least 20 years before you can even opt in looking towards a student loan forgiveness program. 
Of course, you can go into deferment and different things like that. But again, remember, the only way that you can actually apply or the year that you can apply for that uh, program is at the 20 year mark. So again, a 10 year term takes the average American 21 years. You can only, excuse me, apply for that program of debt, student loan debt forgiveness on the 20th year. So the key is finding out some other strategies and solutions to be able to help yourself to reduce that debt before that 20 year mark. But if you're already on the brink of that 20 year mark, you are in good company on tonight. Also too, most people tend to ignore their student loan debt, um, which is not a good idea to do. If you have that student loan debt, you want to go back and you wanna look at it. You wanna either go through some credit counseling, you wanna go through some financial counseling, you wanna be able to talk with a student loan debt expert to help get you uh, on the ball to getting that debt paid off. The longer you wait and hold on to it, the more debt that you're getting yourself into. Interest rates are probably skyrocketing. All kinds of things are going on. Most times people fear looking at the debt, looking at the number because they don't want to face what that number may be. However, by you not facing that number, you're putting yourself into greater debt. So if you're looking to purchase a home, a vehicle, be married, own your own business, uh, get other loans for other things that you may want to do in your life. It may come to a difficult time in being able to do that, knowing that you have student loan debt hanging over your head that you have actually ignored. So the key is that you want to face that student loan debt. You want to find out what those actual numbers are. You want to know what those interest rates are. You want to know what the fine print, the fine line. You want to know what your obligations are in paying back that, paying back that student loan debt. Please don't ignore it. Please don't ignore it. So also too, you want to make sure that you have a qualifying credit score for refinancing your student loan. So one of the options and the strategies that you can do to help reduce the debt of your student loan is to refinance that loan. However, only qualifying credit scores, which I don't have a listing of those from certain lenders, you would have to find out what that is. Only having certain qualifying credit scores will enable you to be able to refinance. So refinancing may not always be a good option, but it may be a good option for you. Again, read the fine print to find out what your obligations are to that particular student loan that you've gotten out. Also too, it may not be a great idea, and I'll tell you that a little bit further down as we go down. Also too, put yourself on an accountability system. What do I mean by that? Put yourself on a budget. I love what my pastor says. A lot of times uh, we are looking for more income. We're looking to be richer. We're looking to do all these things to get greater income. However, we have not become good stewards over the income that we currently have. And that information comes by way of my pastor, Pastor Vincent J. Stevens. He always tells us a lot of times you don't have a income issue. You have a, you have a stewardship issue over the funds that you've been given over the funds that you've been given to manage so a lot of times it's not an income issue a lot of times when you set up an accountability system through that budget and you actually get to see every dime every penny every dollar that you spend and what you spend it for you'll actually see that you actually have a sufficient amount of income coming in however you have not been a good steward over the income that has been coming in so setting yourself up on that accountability system will actually help you to know what comes in and what goes out a lot of times most 
most people are afraid or don't like the word budget because they really get to face and see what's coming in and what's going out and what are some of the frivolous things that they're actually spending their income on. And some people don't like to see that. Some people like to believe that because they've worked hard, they have the right to spend the money the way that they want to spend it, get the things that they want to get and let the chips fall where they may. But putting yourself on a budget actually helps you to become accountable to what it is that you spend. And you'll actually begin to pick up a habit to see that there are some things that you really don't need. There are things that you just want. And there are some things that come through emotional spending and all types of things. But being on a budget would actually help you get and accomplish your goal quicker and what it is that you want to establish. Being on a budget is not a bad word. And I put a scope up. I put an Instagram story up the other day and said that B word is not a bad word. And that's budget. Also, too, you want to refinance loans. Uh, You are able to do that. Refinancing your loans a lot of times will save you thousands and thousands of dollars and also to lots of interest. Again, sit down, calculate what the interest rate is. Search out some other options for yourself. Find out what those repayment plans are. Compare them to the payment plan that you're paying now and do the numbers. A lot of times people don't know what they're saving unless you put it down on paper, put it in your iPhone, your iPad, dollars and cents. Once you can begin to see dollars and cents and how much you can save on a yearly basis and then times that times the five or seven years or ten years that you have left with that loan you'll really be surprised in how much money you can actually save so it's good for you to put it down on dollars and cents so you can actually see how much you're saving don't just take it from me do the numbers crunch the numbers also to consolidation consolidation is also to a part of refinancing being able not only to refinance your student loans but also to any other debt that you may have putting it all into one low monthly payment for you may be a better option you may be someone that you're paying a lot of little bills or you're paying a lot of higher interest rates at this time and being able to consolidate those all into one low monthly payment would be able to help you And so again, consolidation is good, but that's a part of the refinancing process. That one low monthly payment may actually help you to even better uh, be accountable to your budget. Also to apply for FSLF programs, and that's Federal Student Loan Forgiveness Programs. Those programs, again, are available to you, but again, they only come after that 20-year mark. So again, you want to see where you are when it comes to your student loan debt and be able to find some available options that you can uh, partake in for where you are. Also, too, this is something that a lot of students don't know or those who've been graduates or even those who are adults that have been in school. Sometimes employers have programs that will actually help you pay back your student loans. This one is a new one even for me. I know um, most employers usually have tuition reimbursement, but there are some employers that will actually help you and assist you to pay back your student loan debt. Again, check with your HR department and find out what is the best option for you to do that. Also to apply for state assistant programs. Try to apply for state assistant programs for the current debt that you have regarding your student loans. Also to opt for new repayment plans. Sometimes that's an option. repayment plan that you've decided to do might have been five years ago maybe your income is very different from five years ago so maybe you want to actually look into a repayment plan and find out what that looks like you may be able to have something more suitable for your budget and for your income that you currently now have coming in also to look towards doing income-based repayment plans 
that's an option also too based on your income your payment plan will then be based on what your current income is coming in also too make more than your minimum payment this is something that we're told um, a lot of times when it comes to having a mortgage this is a key to any loan that you have where you're paying any type of interest rate with any monthly payment if you decide to pay more than your minimum monthly payment even as if an additional thirty dollars per month paying an additional thirty dollars again that's not key for your situation but even an additional minimum of 30 extra dollars any little bit of additional monies that you can apply to your loan is purposeful why it's going to help reduce interest and overall going to help you reduce the amount of money that you're paying back on the loan and if you do it consistently throughout the term of the loan you'll be able to pay back the loan in half the amount of time that it would actually cost you to pay the loan how by just adding additional monies above the minimum payment this is going to help you to decrease that student loan in half the amount of time remember that 10-year repayment plan takes the average amount American 21 years if you are actually applying additional payments or additional monies towards your monthly payment you'll actually be able to reduce that in that 10-year mark or half of the time period of what it is that your loan repayment plan is based on set up auto payments auto payments is good because knowing this friends one to two missed payments on your student loans can decrease your credit score dramatically I don't have what the numbers are, but if you send me an email, I'll be able to definitely get you some uh, numbers with that. But by missing one to two minimum payments only, actually maximum, one to two, one minimum, two maximum payments on your student loan can decrease, can slam your credit score terribly. So you do not want to miss that. So being able to set up an auto repayment plan and you making sure that those monies is available in that account is something that's going to really be important for you to do to help you stay on task with that. Also, too, however, federal loans may not be an option for refinancing. Let me say that again. I told you I was going to say this part at the end. Actually, refinancing federal student loans may not be an option for you. Why? Because you may lose the option to have loan forgiveness. Also, too, you may lose the option for income-driven repayment plans. So again, you want to check the fine print. You want to review your contract. You want to know what your obligations are on the current student loans that you have because refinancing and consolidating your loans may not be a good option if you're going to lose the loan forgiveness status or if you're going to lose the income-driven repayment plan portion. So you want to make sure that you review your paperwork and you want to know what your obligations are and you want to choose wisely. Also, too, there are some options and some websites that do help connect you with financial institutions, credit unions, other types of repayment plans that you can do to help you reduce your uh, reduce your student loan debt. So one uh, site is called Credible. It matches loans with lenders. One site is called Lendly. It matches uh, you with credit unions and refinancing options. Also to SoFi. So that's S-O-F-I, Lindley is L-E-N-D-L-E-Y, Incredible is C-R-E-D-I-B-L-E. Also, too, there is a website that's called Common Command Bond. So Command Bond. That is a refinancing of student loans only for business students. So again, I wish I would have known about this when I was in school. So that is called Commono. I've said you command. It's called Commono. 
Comino, C-O-N-M-N-O, Bond. That is a website that only links student loans of those who, of course, who have been business students. Those are options for you only. So again, that is something that is really good. Also, too, one way to help reduce your student loan debt is surprise cash. I know you're probably thinking, okay, Michelle, what is surprise cash? Well, surprise cash is any extra additional cash that you may have that's unexpected that's coming in to your pocket, through your hands, through your bank account throughout the year. That's called surprise cash. So that could be bonuses. That could be your income tax return. That could be your side hustle. That can be your tuition checks. That can be raises. So any additional income that you are getting that may not be expected, whether it be lawsuits, money that's owed to you, any of these extra things that I named up, that would be called your surprise cash. If you have a birthday, if it's something that you're doing throughout the year, instead of having a group of friends getting you gifts, do something towards your surprise cash that's going to pay off your student loan. Hey, why not? Let's be practical, right? Let's be wise. Let's be smart. And the overall arching goal is to become financially free, to gain financial freedom. So again, that's your surprise cash. Also, to increase your income, one way, of course, to use a strategy to decrease your student loan debt and really any kind of debt, but specifically tonight we're talking about student loan debt, is to increase your income. One of the ways to increase your income is to sell your excess. Decrease your expenses. Develop a side hustle. Begin to do some things that will help you to earn some additional income. Work some extra hours. Pick up an extra part-time job. Work seasonally. Do some things that's going to actually increase your income. So you want to begin to do some increase, some income increasing activities in your life that's going to help you increase your income throughout the year or whether it be seasonally. And that additional money that you get, put it onto your student loan. Also, too, most of all, remember that there is light at the end of the student loan tunnel, right? Again, there is light at the student loan tunnel. Now, if you have any questions for me, anything that you would like to hear over again, please make sure that you go back and listen uh, to the podcast. If you have any questions, you can always go and send me an email over at skygrinderstylelounge at gmail.com, skygrinderstylelounge at gmail.com. Again, this is a part of my Women Wellness and Wealth segment that I'm doing, which is under the umbrella of my Skygrinder Style Lounge. But again, most of all, I want you to be encouraged tonight. I want you to be inspired tonight to know that there is light at the end of the student loan tunnel, right? The student loan debt tunnel and that you can decrease your debt. You can decrease your student loan debt. All it takes first is setting up a plan. Number two is setting up a goal deadline. Number three, staying consistent. Number four, gaining focus, making sure that you stay focused on the goal that is at hand. And number five, gaining that financial freedom. So again, your goal is that financial freedom at the end. I know that you can do it. So I'm so glad that you guys came on to the podcast with me tonight. Enjoy your night and have a great day.